And I said to this day, fear, what's good? I want the smoke. You ain't bullying me no more. This is my year, my time, so what's really good? I'm gonna clock now. My pain is my hunger. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to keep living in the same essence I was living in. So fear, you don't take control of me no more. It's my time. I speak. You shut up and you listen. Hey, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you don't know who I am, my name is Teddy Ulisi, and I go by the big sis. Why? Because everybody needs a big sis who's going to look out for us. And if you're a returning listener, I appreciate you. Thank you so much just to come and vibe with me. So on this episode, we're talking the updates that's happening with COVID-19 and just how I feel about the COVID shots and everything like that. We're also talking about the late DMX and, you know, just shining light on his legacy. We're going to also be talking about, you know, the Joy Floyd case and how I feel about it. And just listening into some audio that um, was out this week on the internet. And we're definitely talking about Dante Wright and what happened with him. It's just so much to unpack. And definitely we're going to be, you know, unpacking Suicide Awareness Month and so much more. Thank you so much for vibing with me. And yeah, let's jump into the episode. So you guys, I definitely want to thank you guys so much for being present. And I'm just so proud that we made it into 2021. And whenever you're hearing this and at whatever time, I just want to let you know that, you know, you the champ, bro. You know what I mean? You are extraordinary and you are lit. You know what I mean? 2020. 2020 was a fucked up year. You know, a lot of people say, why would you say that? But I think we all understand how it was fucked up. You know, a lot of us, yeah, we can say that a lot of us started jobs, started our business. <laughs> you know, we worked from home. We got closer with our family. Um, What else? A lot of people got on their fitness shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? We found ways to be creative. Um, And we tapped in a lot more virtually, right? But I do believe that um, not all parts of 2021 was great. And of course, I, I'm outspoken, like I just said, for the things that did happen now were great. But I just want to take a moment to just show my love and um, condolences to you and, you know, to everyone else who has lost a loved one and been through some hardship. I just want to take a moment of silence just to, you know, be real about that with yourself and just say that. I just want to tell you that I'm proud of you and I just want to take this moment of silence just to shine my respects for 2020, the people that we lost and your loved ones. And yeah. Thank you so much Um, just for that moment of silence. I appreciate you. And like I said, it's a lot happening right now in 2020 and I'm beyond blessed to be alive and to just be, you know, a a contributor to life. (laughs) You know what I mean? Coming back to this podcast, it it wasn't something that was going to be easy for me, but it wasn't something that I was not going to let happen. I let so much shit just, I just been procrastinating on life and I think we all could relate to that. And I wanted to be the, this, this had to be the year. Like, I know we all say like, this going to be the year, but like, no shit. Like this has, this, this is going to be the year. Like, this is not, it's not going to has to, this is the year for me. And I hope that's the same for all of you. Like this have to be the year. Like we can't keep doing this procrastination shit. You know what I mean? When it comes to 
being the best version of ourselves. And that doesn't mean just jumping into it like how I'm doing it right now. Just fuck it. You know, maybe that just might be starting and preparing and getting better at some things for yourself and being more aware of some shit that you're going through. Maybe that's the definition for you of starting. But all I'm going to say, however that start is for you, whether you jump into it and say fuck it or you take some time to understand what you need to start on and how to start, just start. It's it's never going to get better, bro, if you keep ignoring the things that you're going through or if you keep, you know, putting them off. Like, for example, if you owe somebody a bill, right, <laughs> the more you don't pay it. The more interest or fees is going to pile up and it's just like your goals or, you know, anything that you need to heal from or or become, right? It's just going to be, a, it's just going to be, it's just going to be a more resentment that you're going to have of not doing it. Like some people could say, man, I'm supposed to do that. That shit ain't work out. But I definitely believe that a lot of us have things that we want to do that we're just sitting on. So whatever that is for you, let this be the week that you start. And you know what I mean? As we unpack, I really wanted to start with that. Start healing. Start being a better you. You know what I mean? Just for yourself. Because when you're better to yourself, a lot of shit around you is going to change. Your finances, your relationship with other people. You know what I mean? Your job, for example, might change because your mindset is changing. When you're good to you, you don't let nobody not be good to you. I believe that shit. You know what I mean? I believe you got to treat yourself with the most love ever in life. No one is going to give you that type of love because you got to give it to yourself first. So definitely being alive and being more thankful to be alive this year than any other year because 2020 <laughs> definitely showed me that I needed to be thankful. Um, I'm not playing with my time on earth. This is all I know. I don't know what's after. I don't know what's after this. People say it's hell and heaven. I don't know what that's. I don't know what neither of those look like right? I'm a human being and I'm going to live on this planet. And I want my name and my legacy to live beyond my body. That's like one of the most powerful shit I ever heard. And however I can do that, not for clout, not for money, not for fame, but just, I want to leave this earth better than I found it. And I'm not saying that I'm here to save everybody's life because I'm not God, but if I could just touch a couple people, that's lit to me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not saying that my journey is going to be your journey, but whatever that is for you, start that. Be that. You know what I mean? Now, take a moment to listen to this audio that came from the George Floyd case. Yes, I believe that Mr. George Floyd's death was absolutely preventable. Were there uh, critical points in time during, during his subdual and restraint on the ground? Uh, when you feel measures could have or should have been taken that would have preserved his life. Uh, yes, I do. I think there were several junctures, actually. So that's the cardiologist, Dr. Jonathan Rich, and who, you know, definitely said that, you know, as we all know, you know, I don't have to say, you know what it is, you know, it could have been preventable. Listen, I'm tired of looking at this case. I'm tired of hearing about this case. You know what? I think this coming up week they're gonna be on day thirteen, and I think that the jury have to make um a decision by then. But how much more information and shit do they need? I understand that they're trying to build their case and making sure that they're hitting all their T's and crossing their 
whatever whatever else but listen the facts are the facts okay listen um he going to jail he's going to jail and i pray i i pray that <laughs> i pray because you know america likes to surprise us sometimes um and when it comes to black the black community um they tend not to give a fuck about what we're going through so i just hope that you know i don't need to say his name you know who his name is he just serves the time that he needs and a lot of people saying that he needs to be the example but we we've we've had enough examples of what police brutality is you know what i'm saying i think that if the government at this point has never made anyone an example and he walks free that's a big fuck you not just to the black community but to the world you know what I mean? It's just too much at this point. And what I fear for is that people are going to start retaliating in ways that, <laughs> in ways that, um, I don't know. I don't want to talk that bad, but it's, it's going to get crazy. And I just, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm keeping all this in my prayers because it's deep and it's, it's really, really deep. And I pray that his family, you know, I just pray, I pray over his family. Like, I, I can't even tell you that they take the time to heal because, I, I it, like, how do you heal from this? So, yeah, it's, ugh, Lord, this is, it's heavy, you know what I mean? And then this, this going to talk about Jacob Blake, his police officer as well, went back to work. Like, the man went back to work. You know what I'm saying? After he shot and paralyzed this man, he's back to work with no um repercussion. So, <laughs> yeah you know what I mean and then you have um Dante Wright <sighs> child I, I it's, it's just the names you know I can go down a list like this woman didn't know she was holding a gun she thought it was a taser miss you've been in the police department for like what 20 years and you have and what you're a veteran <sighs> I don't just want to sound like I'm just reading off a story and it's just, this is, it's just a continuation, right? After years, after years, after years, my first incident when I was younger that really opened my eyes was definitely Trayvon Martin when it came to, you know, black injustice and things like that. But now at 28 years old and we're still seeing it, it's, it's like, enough is, enough is enough. You know what I mean? And I just pray deeply that this administration needs to do something about this and if this administration don't especially with a black woman and we supposed to be you know the most understanding creatures and all these things and we had to get a black woman in the you know <laughs> in the office we you know we push for that i need to see i need to see change baby it, it's, it's enough enough is truly enough you know Enough is truly enough. We need police reform. We need to see some type of reformation and some federal, not state laws. Not every state got their little fucked up individual laws, but federal laws that is no bias, no bullshit when it comes to these cases. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that every police officer is fucked up. No, I know a lot of police officers, but the beat of the drum to all of them ain't looking too good right now, bruh. It ain't looking too good. And I feel bad because a person like myself, even in my um my work, if someone from where I work did something wrong, they're not only looking at the individual. They're looking at the entire establishment. 
You know what I mean? And the whole police force in this nation is y'all look fucked up right now. So y'all need to talk to each other, huddle in and to say like, yo, you know, you need to get your shit together. I see it sometimes, but I don't know if y'all doing it, you know, when the cameras are not rolling, but someone needs to tell that lady she fucked up and her life and her career is over, bruh. But yet again, I'm not the one to make that call. I can only say how I feel. I just hope that the people, George Floyd, Jacob Blake, um, the Rice family, you know, Brianna Taylor, I'm going to keep saying her name, gets the justice that they need because this is some bullshit. Whenever I went through something, it brought me closer to God. Mm-hmm. And I stayed in the song. So now I'm closer to God. But being closer is hard. The attacks get stronger, become much harder to fight, and they last longer. But that's what it's always been. Joy, pain, dark with the light, sun with the rain. But with the right perspective, it can be something to gain. Look for the good and the bad, not the sun when it rains. We lost a legend, you guys. We lost another legend in it. You know, listen, we all got to go. We all got to leave sometimes, but it never gets easier, you know. DMX was, I don't know what DMX meant for you guys, but for me, DMX, he, he spoke to my pain. Like him, Tupac, certain rappers, they spoke to my pain. Like, I'm not talking about like that, you know, breakup pain. I'm talking about like life pain. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about that poverty pain, that single mother pain, that father not being in your life pain, that not not being good enough pain, that, you know what I mean? That, I don't know, he just spoke to it and he brought light out of it because it was like, yo, this star, this icon is imperfect and he's showing me that, yeah, I'm not perfect, but I'm going to talk my shit. You know what I mean? And he spoke through God. You feel me? Now, I don't care what your religion is, to tell you the truth. But however God speaks to you, it's how God speaks to you. And the way he connected with me, and I'm pretty sure a lot of us, it was different. And we lost, he was a gift. Such a rare, a rare gem that we will never get back. And I'm so thankful and beyond blessed to be you know just in in an era that he you know he just to be alive to see his contribution to the world and to the culture of hip-hop it was truly amazing so like I said I'm just you know my prayers over his family to continue to you know to push and you know heal as much as they need because you know, what's so fucked up about life is when someone passes, it still goes on. It doesn't pause. And that's something I would never understand because, of course, it's life, right? But it's like, how do you deal with all of that and still go? So, you know, I pray over them that they get the strength, the resources that they need. And, you know, shout out to Beyonce and Jay for buying um his master's for his kids because 
you know, he left behind, I think about eight, seven, eight kids. So shout out to him and his family, his, and the mother of his children, because it's a lot not having a father figure in your life. That shit is deep. So besides, outside of his music, I really am sending my condolence, my love, and my prayers to his family. So yeah, let's take a moment of silence for him as well. there's so much going on and we are unpacking a lot this episode so yet again shout out to dmx and you know his family and everything like that but i want to put this clip up i got it off of instagram and i want you guys to hear it and just listen to this perspective about the COVID-19 vaccinations. Here are some important questions and answers that have actually been given by the government before considering getting vaccinated. If I get vaccinated, can I stop wearing a mask? Government says no. If I get vaccinated, will the restaurants, bars, schools, fitness clubs, hair salons, and other government-declared non-essential businesses reopen? And will people be able to get back to work like normal? Government answer, no. If I get vaccinated, will I be resistant to COVID-19? The government answers, maybe, but we don't know exactly, so probably not. If I get vaccinated, at least I won't be contagious to others, right? Government answer, no, the vaccine doesn't stop transmission. Well, if I get vaccinated, how long will the vaccine last? Government answer, no one knows. All COVID vaccines are still in the experimental stage, and it's likely you'll need to get boosters to stay current. Then there's the issue of variant strains. Well, if I get vaccinated, can I stop social distancing? Government answer, no. If my parents, grandparents, and myself all get vaccinated, can we hug each other again? Government says, no. So what's the benefit of getting vaccinated? The government's answer is hoping that the virus won't kill you. Next question, are you sure the vaccine won't injure or kill me? The government gives no guarantees. If statistically the virus won't kill me to the tune of 99.97% survival rate, why should I get vaccinated? Government's answer, to protect others. So if I get vaccinated, I can protect 100% of people I come in contact with? Government answer, no, absolutely not. If I experience a severe adverse reaction, long-term side effects, which are still unknown, or die from the vaccine, will I or my family be compensated from the vaccine manufacturer or the government? Government's answer, absolutely not. The government and vaccine manufacturers have zero liability regarding this experimental drug. So to summarize, the COVID-19 vaccine does not provide immunity, does not eliminate the virus, does not prevent death, does not guarantee you won't get it, does not stop you from passing it on to others, does not eliminate the need for mask wearing and social distancing, does not eliminate the need for travel bans, 
does not eliminate the need for business closures, doesn't eliminate the need for lockdowns, and if you take it and get harmed by it, the companies and governments will not be liable and you will not be compensated. So if you're gonna roll up your sleeve and play the part of gullible guinea pig and take this experimental unapproved drug that offers zero benefit and could cost you your life, you are on your own. If you get something out of this video, please give it a like and share it with others. It could literally save their lives. Once you take this vaccine, you cannot untake it. Listen, I know that was heavy. I get it. But I'm not a big conspiracy theorist or neither am I trying to push an agenda, but I'm just trying to get everyone to just think, right? That clip was just to get you to think a little bit about if you haven't already gotten a COVID shot or if you did get the COVID shot, a different perspective. I think when it comes to health, um, I don't understand that a lot of people may think that you should get it. Like I said, I'm not against it and I'm not for it. I'm still, I'm still looking at it from afar. Like, shh, listen, I'm, I think that we need to give this some time. Now you may ask me what will be the preventative then if we don't have a COVID vaccine and what will be the cure? Like, how can we come against this? I don't have those answers, but right now I'm just looking at what we have in the COVID-19 vaccinations, I definitely think to do your research about it first and just to see how it will and won't affect you. You know what I mean? Like like I said, you don't really know until you do it, but I'm not, to be honest, and I'm gonna be real about it, I'm not for it at the moment because it's just too many, it's too much too many errors it's too many it's just a, a lot going on with you know people and blood clots you know a lot of women are having um cervic issues and the list goes on okay i'm just saying do your research and take the time to study each company that's coming out with a with a dose um take that time to really learn it and don't just be a guinea pig because you're trying to go and travel. Like I said, if that's what you're trying to do, so I shout outs to you, but just make sure you're taking the time to really learn and 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 if you do want to do it, which company is the, is is has the best results. You know what I mean? Don't just go take it at your local, you know, pharmacy store and you don't know what you're getting. You know what I mean? It's time to really educate ourselves on what we're putting into our body and how it affects us. You know what I mean? And don't and talk with your doctor, like, see how does the vaccination affect you if you have different things. You know, I have a friend who has a medical condition and she went and spoke to her doctor about it. She chose to get it afterwards and that's totally up to her. Like I said, we all have our own rights to do what we want to do with our bodies. But make sure you guys <clears throat> are getting the information and knowledge that you need on the vaccination before you get it. You know what I'm saying? Because prevention is in your knowledge as well, you know what I mean, and how you go about things. So just take that in. So another thing that I want to unpack is that April is Suicide Awareness Month, and this month is really dear to my heart because I was a person at a time that didn't want to be here. You know, I don't say that for you to feel bad for me. I don't say that for clout. I say that for awareness, you understand? I feel that people who 
are feeling suicidal don't feel understood and I don't think we ever will be because we live in a society where if you say I feel suicidal you're talked down on if you say that I feel suicidal people think you're weak if you say that I'm I feel this way a lot of people um judge you you know what I'm saying they say that's the ultimate sin and it's just an uncomfortable conversation for a lot of us and I understand and there's a lot of people that don't know how to talk about it and my my thing is if someone is coming to you and they're saying that hey I feel this way I don't want to be here anymore that's not a joke like mayday fucking mayday talk to them be kind to them be open-minded to them and don't think this because their problem you feel like you can handle that and make make it about you and oh I will do this like they're not gonna see it that way you know what I mean because you're not in their shoes and sometimes they don't even tell you the whole story they may tell you increments of it because the other part they don't want to feel ashamed so if they're coming to you with their secret and their problem and their issues they pick you and I'm probably sure like god why did this come on me why did you drop this on my lap I don't know but be blessed and be thankful enough that you could have saved their life or you know what I mean like I'm not saying that like that's your task in life I'm not saying that at all I'm just saying that we need to be kind to people that go through shit because you can't tell nobody how to heal you feel me you can't tell no one that they shouldn't feel that type of way because at the end of the day it's their process but we can be understanding and we can be kind on how we receive it and help them understand that like listen you have purpose here because a lot of us don't feel like we do because of whatever personal reason, right? But at the end of the day, the way I learned that I still had purpose, seriously, was that I woke up. And I know that may not resonate with a lot of people or of course, duh, but like seriously, it, it just takes time to click. Like when it clicks is when someone gets it. Like I understand that people could knowledge of it and get the information, but you got to feel it. You know what I mean? It got to be something inside of you that feels it. Like, yo, I fucking matter. And I want to tell anyone that does feel suicidal, like, bro, we need you here. I don't know what you going through. I don't know what's hurting you right now, but I'm telling you on some real shit. We need you here. I need you here. Not just so you can listen to this podcast with my voice. I want to see you win, even if I don't know you. Know that somewhere, someone on this earth wants to see you win. You don't even know what the next year is going to look like for you. And I'm trying to tell you, fight so you can see that change. Fight for you. If nobody else on this earth fight for you, you fight for you. And I'm telling you, self-love. I would never stop talking about that because that shit is important. We need that. Love you. Whoever hurt you, fuck them motherfuckers. But love you. At the end of the day, don't give up on you. The world's going to always say, the world's going to always do some bullshit. It's never going to stop. And how I learned to process it is, as long as I don't quit on me and I keep myself accountable, and I fight for a better day, 
I, I, I can make a difference in my life. But you can't wait for other people to treat you how you're supposed to be treated. You got to give that to yourself first. You got to love you first. And when you start to love you, all those people who's mistreating you is going to go out your life. And it's painful. But nothing without change. Okay? And sacrifice is worth having. But you got this. And I'm asking you and I'm begging you not to give up on yourself. Because you got this. And if you need the help, I've used this hotline. Do not be afraid to call the suicide um, prevention hotline. Do not be afraid to use that. Honestly, I used it because they didn't fucking know me. (laughs) I was talking to a fucking stranger. And honestly, at times it's easier to talk to a stranger than your fucking family, your friends. And that's okay. She didn't know who I was and she didn't know what I was going through. She didn't know me personally, but she knew my situation. And I begged her not to tell my job or whatever. You know what I mean? Because sometimes people got concerned, like, is my job going to know about this? It's going to come be in my record. No, it doesn't have to be. And it's okay to get a therapist. And I know right now it's hard to find therapists that connects with you. But your therapist doesn't have to be, like, a legit therapist. Your therapist could be your best friend. It could be God. It could be writing your journal. It could be working out. Whatever makes you feel zen. Do what you need to do for you. Fuck everybody else for a minute and focus on you. Okay? So, the line, the number to the um, suicide prevention hotline is 1-800-273-8255. Yet again, it's 1-800-273-8255. And they do have conversations of switching into a three-digit number that will be an emergency number at 988. I see some people saying that that's effective now, but I was reading on some blog sites that it's effective um, July 20, July 16 of 2022. So when I get more information on that, I'm going to clarify that up. But please use that space, especially if you're a veteran. I think um you're like, you could press one and they, you know, there's a lot of veteran prevention programs as well. So please. Get the resources that you need. And I'm trying to tell you that you fucking matter. And I love you. We unpack so much in this episode, but I want to leave you guys with this Ted gem. When you learn that only God can judge you, you're going to stop acting small. Okay? When you learn to stop giving a fuck about what other people got to say about you, you're going to start acting small. You're going to stop. Okay, when you learn that this is the only chance at life you're going to get to be who you said that you wanted to be, you're going to stop playing small. Let me tell you something. This week, right, I told someone that I'm going to be a millionaire and they looked at me and they told me that. What are you going to do with a million dollars? And I said, I'm going to change shit around me. And. I feel like that shit made them feel insecure. Like, who the fuck was I to feel that I could be a millionaire? You ever get that feeling? Like, you tell somebody something that you want to do and they look at you like, like, you want to do that? So how you going to do that? Like, they don't believe in you. And that's okay. But then because they made you feel some type of way, you start, like, second guessing yourself and shit. Fuck that. 
fuck that. You need people around you when you say, I want to be a millionaire. They're going to call you out on some shit now, right? They're going to say, now listen, I know you can because you could do whatever you put your mind to, but you're going to have to start fixing some shit so you could do that. You need people in your life that's going to be proactive and not reactive. Understand? You need people in your life who's going to help you. Then try to just fucking assess you. Stop trying to fucking assess me, my nigga. Like, help me out. Or if you're not going to help me out, make way for people to come and grow with me. You understand what I'm saying? Stop acting small. God ain't make you in no bite size. God made you large. God said you're going to have dominion over this world. And I'm going to have dominion over my goals. I don't care if you feel uncomfortable when I say, I'm going to be a millionaire. Now, if God got other <laughs> plans for me, then not so on God. But for right now, this is how I feel. Because I got some things I want to shift in my life. And it's not about the money at all. If you know me, you know. But I'm tired of... Of, of 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 playing it small for people because I'm, I want them to feel comfortable and I don't want no one to think that I'm trying to make it all about me. Fuck that shit. If you love me, you won't mind if I if 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 I talk grand about myself because I'm always ready for someone to talk large about themselves. We only got one life to live, and I'm gonna leave this shit happily as fuck. Even 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 after I fuck up. You can't judge me because you got to judge yourself first. God could only judge me. So I'm going to leave y'all with that. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I was so, 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 so happy to be back. Just making content and vibing with y'all. You know what I'm saying? I am going to open um, the call lines and I'm going to leave my email in the descriptions Send me an email. Let's chat. Let's go. Let's talk about some shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, or send me a voice note. I would love to um, put your questions or statements on here and I'll just react to them. I think that's going to be kind of spicy. Um, I'm excited. I'm I'm really excited about this podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed making this. Um, I recorded this episode like a hundred times, but I'm so thankful just to have the opportunity to you know, just be amongst um, people that care about me and care about the content that I, I want to share and just take their time to listen to me because, boy, this little girl from Haiti about to make some shit happen. Okay, shout out to my Zoes. I'm so excited. Listen, find me on the gram at Teddy's, um, Teddy Lisi. That's T-H-E-D-D-Y-U-L-Y-S-S-E. Yet again, find me on the gram at T-H-E-D-D-Y-U-L-Y-S-S-E. And, you know, come vibe with me. Hit me up. I'm always active on there. And, of course, I will see you guys on the next episode. Go be great and do that shit. All right? <laughs>